these days everybody loves the idea of having an online business. You can travel the world and work from your laptop. And it seems like everybody is doing it more and more. It's the perfect lifestyle. It's so easy to do that you might get captivated. And it's, it's almost impossible not to want to figure out how to do it yourself. But what you often discover is there are lots of different types of online businesses. There are online courses and e-commerce stores and coaching and consulting software. The list goes on and on, and it's easy to get overwhelmed by all the different options. But in today's episode, I'm going to break down some of the major categories. For you, we're going to talk about the pros and cons of each, and I'll give you some advice on how to decide which one is right for you, regardless of the situation you're in. Let's go. I'm John Morrow, and this is Breakthrough the Noise. A podcast about rising above all the noise out there, all the endless ads and content and notification, and get people to pay attention to you. Not just for a moment, not just for one poster video. On this podcast, you'll learn how to create lifelong fans who hang on your every word so you never have to break through the noise again. If you found yourself confused by all of the different online business types and maybe a little bit overwhelmed, I think this episode is going to help you. And the reason why is I'm going to break things down for you. You see... The idea of starting an online business is actually a little confusing in and of itself because there isn't really any such thing as an online business. Saying you want to start one is like saying you want to cook a vegetable. There are lots of different types of vegetables and they're all very different from each other. I mean, there are starchy vegetables, leafy vegetables, coniferous vegetables, And the same thing is true of online businesses, that they're all extremely different from each other. You can't even really put them all in the same category. And the best place to start whenever you're thinking about beginning an online business is to really just understand the different major categories and to start to understand the pros and cons of each of those categories. So, I mean, I'll give them to you right now. The five major categories are information products, e-commerce businesses, services, coaching and consulting, and software. All right, and yes, there are other types of businesses. Like for example, there are affiliate businesses, there are ad supported businesses, but it's actually far less common for people to have longevity with those types of businesses. So. What I'm doing is I'm focusing on the five that have stood the test of time and where people are also continuing to make a lot of money right now, all right? So let's break down each of these five major categories and I'll give you my personal opinions on the pros and cons of each one. As you can imagine, there are plenty of people who would disagree with me about some of the things I'm about to say. But I've been in this game for about 10 years, 
I know a lot of the top people in the world in all of these categories. And I think I can give you at least a little bit of insight on each one, because if I haven't done it, I've at least been inside one of these businesses, and I kind of understand what makes them tick. So let's talk about the one I know best, and that's information products. These are things like courses, books, membership sites, even events or conferences. It's anything where the core of what you're selling is information. Now, this is probably the sexiest, most popular type of online business to start, is selling one of these things, but it's also maybe the most misunderstood. Because here's a question to think about. Out of all of the online courses you've seen, how many of the people that start selling an online course are still selling the same online course five or, or 10 years later? Not many, right? There's not a lot of longevity in the courses business, and that's because it's easy to sell your first course to people. But what a lot of people don't realize is that your long-term success depends on getting results for your students. Because if you don't, if you sell online courses and students go through it and they don't get the results that you promised them, you can easily ruin your reputation. And many people do. That's the, the whole downside of online courses is this can actually hurt you if you do a bad job. You'll find people leaving bad reviews about you online, even if you're a beginner and you're just getting started. All right, they're also the most difficult thing to sell out of everything we're gonna talk about here in this lesson. Now, the upside for courses is enormous. They are the highest margin, easiest to create, lowest startup cost, and in some cases, most rewarding type of online business. There is because if you do create one that's successful over the long term, and yes, I have, I have a course that's been around about a decade now, it's still continuing to make money, okay? And getting to see a course affect thousands of students and help them achieve their dreams, almost like a machine they're going through and they're learning how to achieve things and getting results, it's an amazing, amazing, amazing feeling, okay? So I love this type of business. I also think it is one of the best types of businesses but what you need to understand is it's really important you get results for your students. And a lot of people who start this type of business, they realize that while they're going through and they get afraid. They might even stop development or be afraid to start selling it because they're just not convinced it's really good enough. And so you see a lot of people failing before they even get started. If you're going to pursue this as a beginner, what I'd recommend is that you do this with the guidance of a coach. If you don't have a coach that's, that's done this dozens of times, okay, I think you might find yourself struggling. Even if you buy a course on buying courses, just because 
There's so much you have to know. It's almost impossible to include everything all in one course. There are some good ones out there. I've even recommended some of them from time to time. But the bottom line is, I think the people who have the highest success rate with online courses, including myself when I was a beginner, my career didn't really take off until I got coaching. All right, so if you're gonna pursue it, that's what I'd say. But even, I mean, as you can probably tell, I think this is one of the hardest types of businesses for beginners to start, even though it is a really good one, if you can succeed. All right, the second category I wanna cover is software businesses. This is also really, really sexy. It includes anything from mobile apps to themes to plugins to software startups that venture capitalists invest in. Just about everyone has thought about trying to do an app at some point or another. There are even people out there teaching how easy it is to do this. And it's become really, really popular and almost a part of our culture. The, the idea of the, the smart kid or the, the smart person in their 20s or 30s launching their own software app and making a ton of money. So I want to talk about this because I actually have a background in this area as well. I used to be a software engineer for a long time and I know a lot about startups. I'm also pretty well connected into the startup culture here in Austin. And let me give you the, the pros and cons. So the pro is software is one of the easiest types of product to sell uh, because it does it for you. And it's a computer doing it for you. You usually add an insanely cheap price, whatever it's doing. So you buy a product to send email or copy with your finances or whatever it is. But the defining characteristic of software is that it's doing something for you that you don't really want to do yourself or it's doing it so much faster than you could yourself. Okay. And because of that, um, it, it, it sells really well. And it's also more profitable at scale than many, than maybe any other type of business. Okay. Which is why there are so many tech billionaires. All right. There's a reason why these companies are so valuable is that when software does really, really succeed, it can scale to an incredibly large size and the margins are incredibly high. It's incredibly profitable. And um, because of that, you can really, really get wealthy. Now, there are lots of downsides too. The first is that creating good software is ridiculously difficult. People underestimate how difficult this is. Even when you're trying to produce very simple apps, that the idea that you can hire a bunch of programmers in India or the Philippines to create an app for $500 that, that'll then go on to make you millions of dollars is for the most part absurd. Are there great programmers yet uh, over in India and the Philippines? Absolutely. But the idea that you're just going to come up with an idea and outsource it to one of these, these places, make a ton of money is just kind of crazy. All right. The people who succeed are either software engineers themselves and they they create the product themselves or they can very closely direct the programmers because they know how to code okay the second type is is people who have a a co-founder 
who's a really good programmer. All right, so hiring or outsourcing in the beginning of this is usually not an option um, unless you have a lot of money because really good programmers, even if they're in other countries, they're expensive, okay? Um, so in the beginning, if you wanna pursue this type of business, then I, I'd say either be a programmer or be best friends with one. If you're in either of those situations, um, then I, this could really work well for you. There are a lot of people making a lot of money with this. Uh, but if you're not in one of those situations, then you probably ought to cross this one off your list because it's actually really, really tough to do without that technical skill set in the beginning. Okay, so now let's dive into the third type of business, which is maybe the least sexy of any type of business on our list here. But in some ways, for a lot of people, this is the best one. And it's because it's also a way of doing things for people. You'll, you'll find me talking about this principle a lot, by the way. Maybe we'll do another whole episode on it. But what I want to talk about now is e-commerce stores selling physical products. And again, I mean, there are lots of different types even within this category. There are Amazon stores, there's Shopify stores, eBay stores, drop shipping, wholesaling. Okay, the biggest benefit of all of these types of stores is that you're selling something tangible to people. Unlike information, people can hold in their hands what you're selling them. And if it's a really good product, it's actually a whole lot easier to sell people something they can hold in their hands and that's real than it is something that's just purely digital. If it's consumable, you can also sell a product repeatedly, like supplements, for example, are one of the biggest businesses in e-commerce because people, if it's a good supplement, okay, people will buy it and take it month after month, all right? And the bottom line with any type of e-commerce business is not only can can you build it just like any of these other businesses, but it's not dependent on your personality at all, and so it can easily be sold. So a lot of people in the space, they they build up their e-commerce store till they're selling millions of dollars of product. Nobody really knows who they are because it's not very sexy, but then they sell it and they make in some cases, tens of millions of dollars. Again, though, I mean, there are also downsides, just like any other type of business. And the easiest one to guess is you, a lot of times, have to carry inventory. Unless you're doing drop shipping, which is harder and harder these days, a, a, a lot of times you, you, you actually have to have, like, warehouse space where you have to be contracted with a company who will handle all of the shipping for you. You might also have to manufacture the product. So you have to either handle all of that sourcing here in the US, or if you're going to to have the product manufactured over in somewhere like China, that can be very profitable. But again, it's a whole nother layer of complexity that you have to add on to it, okay? Now, I'm not an expert in this type of business, but I have a lot of friends who actually are and in a lot of cases, these friends are some of the wealthiest people I know. Uh, and that's because 
this is an extremely good business if you do cultivate the skills necessary to succeed. If I had to start over again today, knowing what I know now, uh, there's a very good possibility I would enter this type of business uh, because I think it's maybe the best place to build an asset that you can later sell right now. All right, so let's talk though about more on the beginner side of things. I mean, everything I've talked about so far is accessible if you are a beginner. But the next two types of businesses are maybe the most accessible for beginners. And I think there are some reasons why that are really important for you to understand. Okay, the first one is coaching and consulting. This one is out of vogue uh, because a lot of people hate the idea of trading their time for money. They also like feel, there's this cool feeling of those who can't do teach, right? And there are a lot of online coaches who are just kind of a joke, all right? But what you might not realize is the other side of that coin, all right? Um, if you're a genuine expert in a field where people pay for coaching, and there are a lot of these fields, I mean, anywhere from athletics, marketing, personal development, um, but especially anything relating to businesses, okay? I've seen people get to six figures in a matter of months from zero to six figures. It's so, so fast. And the reason why is you don't have to create a product. The product is your expertise, which if this is going to work for you, you already have. Because of that, all you have to do is really start selling. And so this type of business can scale up really, really fast. Now, again, though, there are also downsides. The first one's pretty obvious. You actually have to have some expertise that people are willing to pay for. If you're a beginner, you might not be in that situation, but maybe you're later on in your career. Maybe you are thinking about trying to get out of your nine to five job and you want to start an online business that gives you some more freedom, there's a very good chance this is your best option. It'll be your fastest way to get there. The other main downside is, yes, you're, you are trading time for money. That is a legitimate objection. Your income over the long term will be at least somewhat capped, but, and this is a big but, all right, the cap is much higher than what most people would imagine. If you're in the top 1% of your field, just to give you a general rule of thumb, there's a good chance there's already a coach or consultant out there making a million dollars a year in your field. Would you be willing to earn a million dollars a year in order to coach and consult? Now, again, we're talking about the top 1%. You're not going to start there. I didn't start there. When I was a beginner, though, a complete beginner as a coach, I was able to charge $100 an hour. That was in the beginning of my career when I just had some expertise in social media, okay? Nowadays, I'm one of the top coaches for traffic, or even in a lot of cases, 
monetization of of traffic sources and I can charge a thousand dollars an hour all right which is a lot of money um, I could probably even charge more than that to, in, in some cases but the bottom line here is if you have objections to this the the idea of a totally passive income business might be sexy but it's also a lot harder to build where this on the other hand is a lot easier to get started and can scale up to six figures really fast to get there if you already have the expertise to get there in a year is not unreasonable okay all right the best type of online business for beginners is number five service businesses here's why if you already have a skill set as a writer or a designer or a programmer or doing ads on Facebook or whatever it is selling those as a service selling those skills is almost certainly your fastest way to six figures or even higher okay and it's also the easiest to get started if you were literally starting at zero right now you can build your skill set as for example a content marketer or a designer or a programmer in a matter of months of intense focus then you can go on and sell those services to companies now are you going to make a fortune no in the beginning let's say you only make 35,000 a year the good thing is that you're now location independent you can travel if you want to you can usually set your hours you have much more flexibility than you did before and a lot of times it's easier to scale your income this is something you can do and get to six figures much much easier than a lot of other types of businesses because again like coaching you don't have a product to create you're selling your services you're selling doing it for them and it's even easier than coaching to sell because think about this for a second would you rather pay a coach to teach you how to do something or would you rather they just do it for you and take it off your plate entirely well if you're a business especially but even in a lot of cases even even in cases like like health I mean would you rather pay a coach to teach you how to increase your muscle time or would you rather pay a doctor a hundred times more to come in and do surgery or do some sort of radical procedure to accomplish the same thing overnight now that that might seem like kind of a bizarre choice but in a lot of cases those kinds of choices are real and people who can afford it they will happily pay more money with less objections for you to just handle it for them than to pay for a course on it or to get coaching on it or whatever the case may be so services are the easiest thing to sell other than maybe software all right they're the easiest thing to sell for premium rates 
and they are the they require the least number of different skills and the least start of time to get started. The biggest downside, and I don't want to beat around the bush here, is that you don't just have one boss. You have lots of bosses. They're called your clients. And a lot of them are demanding and will ask unreasonable things of you. And you'll spend a lot of time just calming things down, just making sure that everyone is on the right page. Okay, the same page. And it does get frustrating. I know because I've been there and it can get really, really frustrating sometimes. All right. The upside is this is by far the fastest way to get started if you're looking to get started right now. And as you might have guessed, just to kind of wrap this up and, and bring it all together, these aren't mutually exclusive. In, in, for, for a lot of people, there's even a linear progression through these different types of businesses. For example, let's say you ultimately want to be selling a course where you're making passive income, you are respected as one of the leaders in your field. Okay, maybe you have a book and you do some public speaking and all of those types of things. Well, here is the path that most people take to get there. The mistake is believing you go from nothing to doing that right out of the gate. That's actually not very common. It does happen, but it's not very common. The, the path that's much more common, and it's the path that I followed, all right, is to start with a service. In my case, it was writing. I was a paid writer for a long time. I did it for them. I did that for several years, okay? Then I moved into coaching, all right? Then I moved into courses because while I was doing coaching, I had a lot of common situations that kept coming up over and over again. I kept solving over and over again, and I kept giving people the same advice over and over again. When you're a coach, that's a sign that it would probably be something you could put into a course. And so I did. I created a course, in this case on guest blogging, and that course is still around a decade later, and it's made millions of dollars, okay? But I started as the service provider providing a service to my clients. Was it always fun? No, it wasn't, but it led to big things over the long term. All right, if you enjoy teaching, the career progression I just talked about is the, the default advice that I would give you. If you don't enjoy teaching, if you don't want to build a brand around yourself and you just want more passive income, then if you're if you have a very technical skill set or you are friends with someone who does, then software could be the way to go. If not, starting your own e-commerce store and selling physical products is probably your best bet. Whatever type of business you start though, let me emphasize one thing. Go work in that business first. It's almost always a smart idea. And even if it's not an online business, okay? You want to start a restaurant? You're kind of dumb if you don't go work in a restaurant first. You want to become an auto mechanic? Go work for an auto mechanic first. And the reason why is there's no teacher like actual experience. So whatever type of business is the most 
interesting to you out of everything I've said, I would actually advise go working with someone who is a little further ahead of you, even if it's just for a few months, to get to learn exactly what that business is like and learn for real what it takes and whether or not you enjoy it. So give that a try. That's the one lesson that ties all of these together is go work for someone first and then go build out the one that seems right for you. I hope this has been helpful. I hope it resolves some of the confusion around what how you can be getting started. I hope this gives you direction. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye now.